Sibs and Alti, sometimes babies just die in their sleep. Sudden infant death syndrome is the sudden unexplained death of a baby younger than one years of age that doesn't have a known cause even after a complete investigation. This investigation includes performing a complete autopsy, examining the death scene, and reviewing the clinical history. When a baby dies, healthcare providers, law enforcement personnel, communities try to find out why. They ask questions to examine the baby, gather information, and run tests. If they can't find a cause for the death and the baby was younger than one, the medical examiner or coroner will call this death SIDS. If there is some uncertainty as to the cause after it is determined to be fully unexplained, then the medical examiner coroner might leave the cause of death as unknown. SIDS is a sudden and silent medical disorder that can happen in an infant who seems healthy. SIDS is sometimes called cribs death or cot death because it is associated with the time when the baby is sleeping. Cribs themselves don't cause SIDS, but the baby's sleep environment can influence sleep-related causes of death. SIDS is the leading cause of death among babies between one month and one year of age. About 1,360 babies died of SIDS in 2017, the last year for which statistics are available. Most SIDS deaths happen in babies between one month and four months of age, and in a majority, 90% of SIDS deaths happen before a baby reaches six months old. However, SIDS deaths can happen any time during a baby's first year. Slightly more boys die of SIDS than girls. In the past, the number of SIDS deaths seems to increase during the colder months of the year, but today the numbers are more evenly spread throughout the year. SIDS deaths for the United States have dropped steadily since 1994 in all racial and ethnic groups. Thousands of infants' lives have been saved, but some ethnic groups are still at higher risk for SIDS. Damned if you do and damned if you don't. If the patient is obviously dead, the medics should turn their attention to the family. Losing a child is the worst thing a family can endure. To say that not working the patient puts the EMS crew in an awkward situation is an understatement. Some medics will work the patient completely in, a, in vain as a way to escape the awkward situation. If the medics choose to not work the patient, they should observe the, and document the following. Motionless appearance, signs of obvious death such as rigor mortis, stiffness in the extremities and lividity, redness from blood pooling, absence of heart tones, listen for heart tones with a stethoscope, absence of breath sounds, History to include the last time the patient was seen and if there had been any medical problems. If the medics have opted to not initiate CPR, they should follow local procedures for managing an out-of-hospital death. Typically, the, the police will have an interest in the matter as the death could be a homicide or require further assessment to determine if law has been violated. Sometimes the ambulance service will transport the patient to the hospital to pronounce dead by a doctor. EMS only choose to not initiate CPR. Only a doctor or coroner can pronounce death. In some areas, the coroner will be summoned to the scene and will arrange to have the patient transported from the scene. If there's any confusion as to whether the patient is obviously dead or when was the last time the patient was seen, the medic should initiate CPR and transport to the hospital. Apparent life-threatening event, ALTI, is a SIDS near-miss incident. An apparent life-threatening event, ALTI, is defined as the combination of clinical presentations such as apnea, marked change in skin or muscle tone, gagging or choking, is a frightening event and it predominantly occurs during infancy at a mean age of one to three months. The causes of ALTI are categorized into problems that are 50% gastrointestinal, 30% neurological, 20% respiratory, 5% cardiovascular, 2 to 5% metabolic or endocrine, or others such as child abuse. Up to 50% of ALTIs are idiopathic, where the cause cannot be diagnosed. Infants with ALTI are often asymptomatic at hospital and there is no standard workup protocol for ALTI. Therefore, a detailed 
Initial history and physical examination are important to determine the extent of medical evaluation and treatment. Regardless of the cause of an ALTI, all infants with ALTI should require hospitalization and continuous cardiorespiratory monitoring and evaluation for at least 24 hours. The natural course of ALTIs has seemed benign, and the outcome is generally associated with an affected infant's underlying disease. In conclusion, systemic diagnostic evaluation and adequate treatment increases the survival and quality of life for most affected infants.